Welcome, fellas, to the Full Armor of Game. I'm your host, Zardanya and the Texan Prince. Once again, we're giving the people what they want. Why do women test men? How do women test men? Why do women test men? Let's get into it. This was the people's choice, and we're going to go over nearly every important test that you need to know when it comes to a woman and how to pass them. Now, women have a subconscious need to test a man to determine his capability to lead and his capacity to love her. Billions of men around the world have no idea that the women they know and love are testing them. To make matters even worse, most women have no idea that they test men either. No matter how you wish women were, you will be tested constantly, fellas. The world is always testing you. Your employees, your siblings, your co-workers, even your dog will test you, fellas. So the guys that say, oh, I don't want to play the game. I don't have to pass anyone's test. I'm just going to do me. You're looking at reality from how you want it to be. But that's not the real world that we live in, fellas. You will always be tested. Now, the more interested and attracted the girl is to you, the more she will test you. Women in relationships who are thinking of monkey branching will test you even more in order to make sure she's making the correct decision of leaving her man for you. I've been in this situation many times, fellas, where the girl had a boyfriend. She was thinking of monkey branching once she met me. And guess what? The tests never stopped. Before they leave that comfort zone, their main boyfriend they have, they want to make sure you are the real deal. So they're going to test you even more. The only women who will not test you at all are women who have no romantic interest in you and the highly aggressive or experienced women who already have and prefer control over you. By testing a man, a woman could gain access to a ton of information about that man that won't be accessible if she had just asked them a few questions. Men can and often will lie in order to get inside the pants of a woman. Hence why women will test you in order to quickly learn a great deal about you and who you are as a man without being tricked. So think of it this way. Your professor, he instead of giving you a test, right? he might just ask you, Oh, did you study the material? Do you know everything pretty well? You could just lie and say, yeah, yeah, I studied it. I know everything. Why would that professor trust you? That's why they give you a test. Let's see if he really does know the material. Let's see if what he's saying is factual, if he's being honest with me. Tests are meant to separate the weak, wavering, and predatory men from the strong alphas. Weak men are disastrous. Wavering men are deceitful and predatory men are dangerous. So women will subconsciously test a man in order to not end up with any of these types of men. That's why women will test you subconsciously and consciously. You bring the crowns and heads of conquered kings to my city steps. You insult my queen. You threaten my people with slavery and death. And to all the guys out there that are wondering, you know, why do women test men? 
think about it in this simple way. For us men, we have the ability to potentially, we could get a hundred girls pregnant in one year. It, we could shoot our seed all day long to all different women. But a woman, she has the innate ability to become pregnant and become vulnerable for nine months at least, and then plus a lifelong of raising a child. So a woman has to test because she has a fertility window. So testing help her, helps her find the highest status man that she feels she can attain to protect and provide for her and her children, past or future children. So that's just something that women have to do because if she makes the wrong decision with a guy, she now is stuck for life with his offspring in a sense. And now I know that not all women want children, but that's still biologically inside of her. And since women typically have a lot more men throwing themselves at her than men have of women throwing themselves at them, women have to test to try to narrow it down in her fertility window to lock down what she sees is a winner. Now, we, we all know that women don't always pick the winner on paper that we might say, but she's going to test in her own way to find what she sees is a guy that I, I look at it as she basically tests for mainly three reasons. She wants to find out one of three things. She wants to see your confidence in your masculine frame. She wants to also test your options and your popularity among other women. And she will also test to try to determine your status or your ability to provide. 100%. So in my opinion, women are hardwired with these tests, fellas. Men don't come equipped with these tests. We need to gather and gain experience when it comes to dating women. That's how you gain tests over time to know which the which the good uh, um which girls are the good ones and the bad ones. Okay, without experience, a man is nothing. Women don't need to have that experience because the maker, God, whatever you want to call it, he instinctively provided these tests for women. They're hardwired, so women know how to do these subconsciously. And the instant you set up the date with the girl, several tests will be thrown at you right off the gate fellas so let's say you say you set up a date with the girl to grab coffee appetizers or drinks with her she rebuffs your date and she says oh i only do dinner dates the first date or she tries changing the time of the date you both agreed on the day of the date or she tries changing the location of the date to something more expensive so she is testing to see how much of a pushover are you how easily can I control and manipulate this man? Does he value his own time and ability to lead the relationship without wavering? So when a girl says, oh, I only do dinner dates the first date. If you agree to doing a dinner date with that girl and changing your mind about the cup of coffee you two could grab or a couple of drinks or appetizers, you already lost, fellas. She knows she can control you. She can manipulate you. And it's going to get worse from that moment on. If she tries changing the time of the date, you both agreed on the day of the date. So let's say the date was at 8 o'clock p.m. So the day of the date comes and she says, oh, listen, I can only do 830 or 845. 
she might subconsciously be testing you fellas to see are you really a high value man are you gonna waver to her needs and seek her approval and say yeah no problem baby let's do it for 8 30 you already lost fellas you already lost think of it this way go back to when you had a school project you had to do with someone or with a group of people someone says oh listen i can't make it at two o'clock today let's do 2 30 instead Everyone agrees. Yeah, you know what? Let's do 2.30. What happens once 2.30 comes? They end up canceling altogether. It is like night and day. There's patterns to this, fellas. I've been guilty of this. I would cancel altogether. You need to be a man of substance. You have to value your time. If she can't make it to the time she agreed, reschedule altogether, fellas. I promise you she will see you as high value now. She knows you have self-worth as a man. Now, what women will do when you set up a date where you grab a cup of coffee or several drinks or maybe appetizers at a place that isn't that expensive, women will actually Google the place that you want to meet them at. Now, if it doesn't fit to her standards, they're going to pick something much more expensive, much more classier where you're going to have to dish out more money on her because women understand when you invest money, when you invest uh, more time into her, when you invest a lot of money into her, she knows you don't want to lose her. Women understand this. So if you change the venue of the date to seek her approval and fit her needs, once again, she knows she can control you. She can manipulate you. It's best to stick to your guns if she still doesn't agree you dodged a bullet fellas you dodged a fucking bullet good riddance because i'm telling you right now she would have sunk in her fangs and she would have sucked the blood out of you yeah on, on that one too i have something on here around as well that she'll test your patience or your time so if a woman is late to things with you constantly that is showing that she's not respecting your time. If a girl is showing up five or 10 minutes late the first time, I'm fine with it. But if a girl is try, if, a, if I set a date for a girl at let's say eight o'clock and she's 15 minutes late or longer, I will leave the date and I won't even tell her. I will just leave the date. And then if she texts me, goes, hey, I'm here. Uh, what? Where are you? And I'll say, hey, you know, I was there on time. You didn't show up. So. I headed home. I have things to do. And that's the way that I will show her that I respect my own time so that she will in the future respect my time. Or it's just a good habit to have so that you are making sure that you're respecting your own time. Because if you don't respect your own time, women will not respect your own time. Uh, another thing that I see a lot, I just saw this a few days ago at the bar, but I've seen this multiple times is if you're at the bar with a girl or something and you're ready to leave and the woman and you're saying like, Hey, I'm ready to head out or, you know, we're going and the girl sticks around and she's like, no, I'm not ready to leave yet. I'm having fun. Something like that. Well, if you're ready to leave, if I'm ready to leave, I'm making that decision and I'm leaving. I'm going to say, Hey, I'm heading out. <laughs> you can come with me or not. No big deal. But if you become the guy that sits around and waits on her and just sits there and you're that guy just fumbling in the corner. And I've, I just saw this last week and with some guy and some girl, and I knew that the girl wasn't that into the guy and he just hung on. And this girl came over, hung out with my group of friends. We we're playing darts and stuff like that. 
and the guy was sitting there ready to leave 30, 35 minutes ago. She just started to hang around. She wanted to hang around the party. She had her eyes elsewhere than this guy. I could tell she had no respect for this guy. She wasn't that attracted to this guy. So if I'm ready to leave a place, I'm going. And I don't care. I'm not going to be controlling about and say, come here, come, come here now or whatever. I'm just going to be like, hey, I'm heading out. If you want to come, great. If not, that's fine. Have your own, you know, have your own fun, do your thing. But if you become the guy that waits on her, you wait around, you let her push and pull and, and you know, decide your schedule, then even if you're sitting there hoping, well, this one night I want her to come home with me, you're not playing the long game. The long game is she needs to know that your time is valuable. You respect your own time. You respect your own schedule. So if you're ready to leave and she's not, that's on her. You go leave, you do your own thing, and that's no longer your worry. And what you'll find then is in the future, she will start respecting your time. But if you hang around and you wait on her, then that's going to be the girl that knows she can cancel on you anytime. She can reschedule on you anytime. She can push and pull and maneuver you like a puppet because she knows that she has all the control and the power in the relationship. Yeah, this is why I love doing these with you, Texting Prince, because I reminisce about all these situations I used to be put in. And I would pass these tests only because I was emotionally unavailable with these beautiful women. I just got out of a bad breakup. So it uh, it actually works out in the end, right? The less you care. So I was out at a bar with this beautiful girl that I met from college. This was possibly the second week um, we were hanging out together. It was by me. The bar was located right by me. It was very popular at that time. So we're inside. We're having a good time. And there was this bully from my high school. He was a year older. He was in my brother's grade. Everyone hated this dude. He was fat. He was the asshole. He was the bully of the high school. No one liked him. And I told her that. So she knew ahead of time. I let her know who he was. As the bar is closing, I told her, hey, listen, I got to go to the bathroom. Wait for me here. Okay. Wait for me by the bar. I go to the bathroom. I come out. She's not there. I can't find her. So I start hitting her up. I start calling her, calling her. She still didn't answer. And I thought, wow, you know, that's odd. I decided to go outside. Lo and behold, I see her and that fat guy we all hated, that bully, flirting with him. She was flirting with him. He was flirting back with her. He was lifting her up, I remember, doing all kinds of crazy shit that didn't sit well with me. And I said, okay, she wants to play that game. Walked right past her, got in my car, and I left her ass. And I gave her that look, too, so she knew. She ended up calling me, calling me. I didn't answer. I think I actually did answer, and I said, oh, have your new boyfriend take you home. I forget. This was when I was 21, 22. So this was about 11 years ago, 12 years ago. I didn't hit her up within two weeks. That was so disrespectful, especially after she knew the beef me and him had in the past where we tried fighting each other. And she basically switched teams. Mm -hmm. Two weeks later, she texts me. Hey, listen, I miss you. I'm sorry. Can we talk? I still never saw that girl ever again. And she was one of the most beautiful girls I have ever seen in my life. But I put a price on my respect from that moment on. You guys have to do the same thing. Whether that was a test or not, I don't care. I don't give a shit. Because some girls will do that to get you jealous. I'm not playing that jealousy game. I'm going to pull back. She's never going to hear from me again. And to this day, she still stalks my stories on social media, fellas. And she's still single. 
She's beautiful. Blue eyes, German, long black hair. But no, I can't go back out with that after what happened. So those are those are some of the extreme tests that you will have to go through, fellas. And it's your choice to decide what you want to do as a man. And like Texting Prince said, when it's time to go, the girls I date now, when I tell them, listen, I'm leaving, it's time to go, they don't even question me. They just say, okay, no problem. And they start following me. That's the girl you want on your team. She trusts you. And you're not leaving her to be in a dangerous situation. The girl that's being combative, no, I don't want to go yet. And I see this all the time, like you witnessed. And I can't stand it when I see women talk to their men like this. But once again, I blame weak men. I don't blame the women. So they'll keep getting away with that and say if she finds someone attractive at that place, she doesn't want to leave with her man. What do you think she's going to do? What do you think she's going to do? She's going to go and start a conversation, maybe be in the proximity of that man she finds attractive. Now that her boyfriend left, thank God, you don't know what's going to happen next, fellas. Okay, so you decide what you want to do from that moment on. We know what we'll do. We're going to pull back. She's not going to hear from us. For a while. Yeah. Uh, so another uh, one that I'll see a test that women will do. And this is one that she'll test a man's social independence. So if a girl tries to bring you, let's just say that she's bringing you to meet a group of her friends, which I personally don't, I don't put myself in that situation. She's coming to be, meet my friends. I'm not going to come and meet her group of you know, strangers and all that. But I will see this a lot as well is that women will bring a, like a new guy into our group of friends or something like that. And she may bring you to a group of strangers or her friend group. And what she'll do is she will leave you alone to see how you fend for yourself. She'll see and watch you sweat or see if you can make it on your own. She'll push you into the swimming pool without a life vest on and see if you can swim on your own and she wants to see how he handles himself so if she brings you to a group of friends this is what we talk about always being that fun social guy you don't want to be the cleaner guy the guy that just sits there and you're following her around and you're you're scared to branch out and meet uh new people on your own if a girl brings you to a group of friends you've got to be that friendly social guy that you can make it on your own in the party. You can go introduce yourself to new people, go play a drinking game with some, you know, new friends of yours now or whatnot. But if you hang around and you're just following her around, she will lose a lot of respect for you. Cause even a girl, she'll bring you to a group and she might stay with you for a few minutes and then she'll start branching on talking to her friends, but she will always be watching out of the corner of her eye or peripheral vision. And she wants to see, can this guy make it on his own? She'll see, how do you handle yourself? And she'll even try to lose herself. Like she'll try to lose you at a party and just see, is this guy going to keep having fun, doing his own thing? Or is he going to be looking in the corner? Where's my girl at? Where's my girl at? And getting all scared and sitting nervously in the background, that would be a, an example of you not passing the test. So if you ever in that situation, you're going out with a girl and, and she's even if you go into a bar and you both don't know people, but she's going around uh, making new friends and you're sitting there by yourself, she's going to lose a lot of respect for you. So that's what we always talk about training that social muscle muscle of yours. Be comfortable 
walking up and introducing yourself to people. Just say, hey, what, hey, what's going on? Hey, my name's Adam. How are you guys doing? All that. Because if you can make your own party in a situation, that is going to increase the attraction. That's going to increase the respect that she has for you rather than the guy that follows her around. Because what you're doing then is you're looking for her to lead. Remember, women want a leader. So if you're in those uncomfortable situations, that's why we say practice it now. Practice at the grocery store, talking to the cashier, the clerk, the people that have to be there. Get comfortable starting new conversations with people because when, when you're in that situation, women will do this. Women are very social. They're pretty good at making new friends in that situ er, in, in random situations. So you have to be too. You've got to show her that if she leaves, you still can have fun without her. But if you're hanging back, waiting on her, she's going to know that she can do whatever she wants and you're going to be following her around. And again, she will lose so much respect for you as a man. Yeah, that used to happen to me in the past. I used to lose so many girls with what you just said. We'd have a great date, and all of a sudden, she would ask me, hey, you want to go back to my friend's house? He invited us over for a little bit. He's having people over. Instead of saying, oh, no, I'm good. I don't play well with others. Right? And remaining in my masculine frame. But you want to act like the cool guy? Yeah, yeah, let's go. No problem. And now she's trying to see how you interact with others. And if they are trying to get with that girl you're with, and they see a new man walking into their territory, they're going to hate you automatically, fellas. I'm telling you right now, you're going to feel the tension. You're going to feel uncomfortable. Don't put yourself in that situation. Play it safe and say, no, listen, I don't have time. You can come over my place after if you want. We could chill, have a much better time than us going to your, to your friend's house. If she says no, okay, cool. Just go your separate ways. But don't risk it. I blew so many chances with women because I wanted to act like the cool guy. We would go there. There would be weed. I would smoke weed to try to fit in. I became paranoid. I didn't know how to handle myself or communicate with the other group there. And I blew my chances, fellas. So I learned very quickly. I'll never do that again. But texting Prince is absolutely correct. They will see how you handle yourself in certain situations, especially if they leave you alone. That's a good one. The next one. She might make you jealous during the first couple of dates by flirting with the staff, the waiter, or bringing, bringing up a man she claims is attractive. Maybe talking about her ex or some guy she sees at the bar. Oh, he's so attractive. If she isn't your girlfriend, fellas. Now, this is tricky. If she isn't your girlfriend, you barely know this girl, act indifferent. You don't care. Go with the flow. Double down. Yeah, he is attractive. Wow, you want me to get his number for you? You want me to, you want me to introduce you? That's indifference, fellas. You don't act butthurt. You don't act emotional. Now, if she's your girlfriend and she does that, you shut that shit down, fellas. That is highly disrespectful. No girlfriend should ever flirt with someone else in your presence. She shouldn't talk highly of another man that she finds attractive, whether that's her celebrity crush, whoever it is, in your presence. You have to set your boundaries. They will test you to see... How far is he willing to let me go and disrespect them before he puts his foot down? They will keep going, fellas. If you let that slide, they'll remember that for the rest of that relationship. So it'll get worse and worse and worse. Remember one thing about behaviors. Behaviors either get better or they get worse. They never stay stagnant. I want you guys to remember that. Yeah, that, that's a good clarification. That really is because 
on first dates or something, or you're meeting girls off dating apps, women will bring up to test your jealousy. And exactly like Zara said, you got to act indifferent, play it off like it's no big deal. Uh, And, but if, if that becomes a girl that, yeah, you guys are more serious or something, then that, that's a huge sign of disrespect. And that's when you just can't take it. You cannot put up with that stuff. But if it's a first date or something, I'm going to play it off cool. Um, I used to have a rule in college because we'd go to all sorts. I was in a fraternity. So we'd have all sorts of, you know, frat parties and there'd be girls there. And, and my rule I had in my mind was if a girl flirts with one guy in front of me, I'm going to flirt with 10 in front of her. Now, of course, 10 to one ratio is kind of a tough one, but that was my mindset. I was like, okay, if I see her, we're, we're going to a frat party together, but we're not, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend or something serious like that. If I see her, if I see her flirt with another guy, then I'm going to immediately go around the party and I'm going to go be social and talk with all these different women. And then she's going to realize, oh crap, I can lose this guy. And she's going to want to grab me back in and, you know, she's going to want me to herself. So that's a good clarification there because, uh, women will do that. They'll test your jealousy, but everything you do, the more you're with a girl, women know that that's very disrespectful. So it's all about how you carry yourself. When we talk about masculine frame, she should women, once she gets to know you and she knows that she has a chance to lose you, she should always feel that she has a chance to lose you if you do something disrespectful. So if, if a girl, the more that you're, that this is why it's always important to, you know, do things on your own time or, or your own terms, not be too available, not be too needy for a girl. Because, um, if, if she feels that she has that shot of losing you, you're hard to reach over the cell phone. She, you know, she knows that if she cancels on you or something like that, she's probably not going to get a second chance with you then she, women won't risk that type of thing. They won't even risk, like girls I go out with now, they won't risk flirting with another guy in front of me because they know that I have no problem. Just, all right, fine. I don't even care. She goes up and talks to another guy. If I know that, you know, I'm holding my frame and all that stuff. And if she wants to wander around and talk to some other guy at a party or something like that, and we came together, I have no problem getting up and leaving, leaving her, not even telling her, gone. And then she's going to be texting me, calling me that night. Where'd you go and all that stuff. And I'll be like, yeah, I had better things to do. You know, you were, you were, you looked entertained. So I, I had some other things I had to get done. So I left, but yeah. that, that's a good clarification. Early on, women will test your jealousy. They want to see how you react. They might bring up their sexual past, but as a girl gets to know you more and more, she should get that vibe from you that you're not someone that she can play games with. Because if she knows that she can't play games with you, she won't risk it. But if you're a guy that's following her around, you're waiting on her calls, you're waiting on her texts, you're, you know, the puppy dog following her at the parties, she has no fear of losing you. So she wants to, in a sense, rebel and play with fire. Then she's going to be like, ooh, let's see what I can get away with here. Just like I saw, you know, a week ago at the bar with that girl. She knew she had this guy, so she could do whatever she wanted. She left that guy in the corner came over to our group of friends, played darts with us. When that guy was ready to leave 30 minutes ago, she had no fear of losing him. Versus if I had a girl at the bar like that and she thought that she could get away with leaving me to go join a random group of guys dart game, I'd be gone and she would know that so she wouldn't even risk that. Yeah, so I've been in situations we got invited, me and this one girl I was dating to a house party down the shore. Beautiful blonde bombshell. Every guy wanted her. 
The second we get there, guys flirting with her, talking to her. You know what I did? I said, okay, she wants to play that game. I already know that's a test. Let me go talk to the other girls at the party. I disappeared. I'm flirting with this beautiful Asian girl downstairs. Guess who shows up like five, ten minutes later looking for me? The girl I showed up with that I was dating. That's how you guys have to play. Don't stand there like, like an idiot, like a buffoon looking down your phone or pretending to listen to your the guys flirting with your girl like a cuck. No, go talk to other girls. Let her know, listen, I don't need you. I could play the same game. Look at me. And they'll come find you very quickly. They're not even going to listen to what those guys are saying because she's too busy looking over her shoulder wondering where you are. That's the position you always want to be in. And some girls will do that where they show up at a place. Oh, look, there's some people I know. Let me just go say hi to them. Wait here. If you wait there like an idiot, you lost. Go talk to the bartender. Go strike up a conversation with two beautiful older women sitting at the bar. Let her see you laughing with them. Then she comes over and she acts as if she's your girlfriend now. That's how you guys have to play it. That's how you pass these tests. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's definitely a very fine line, but it's really that leader follower role. You don't want to be like when I'm going to place and there's a girl with me, even though we're not boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever, it's going to be me going around chatting with people, talking to them and she'll be behind me and then she'll come up and then I can introduce her to the group. But you don't want to be that guy that is following her. And now she's introducing you to the group as you kind of show up later or ever and then you're just kind of sitting there trying to get in on that it should be that thing where you're leading those interactions she's following and if she branches off you branch off you go create your own party become the social guy create that atmosphere around you where you don't need her and that's when she's gonna go oh i am i could lose this guy and then she's gonna start coming closer to you clinging on to you because she senses that with you but if she has no fear of losing you then she's going to do her own thing and she's going to know the puppy dog's going to follow her around and she can get away with whatever she wants. Yeah. And another test, a lot of guys oversee this one. If a girl is quick to take a picture of you and her very quickly, fellas, let me tell you something. She's putting you in a dangerous situation. I know you probably think, yeah, I got it. She wants a photo of me. I'm the shit. I'm the top G. No, bro. There is a guy out there on social media that she is trying to get jealous and she's using you as the ammunition. Women aren't hardwired to just take photos that quickly of a guy they're dating. It doesn't work that way. That has to be earned. So she's putting you in a dangerous situation, fellas. Do you think she cares about you? You have a target on your back now. So you have to let her know, nah, I don't take I don't take photos that quickly with girls I just meet. We either have to be dating seriously or you have to be my girlfriend. Now you're a challenge. You put your foot down. You're seen as high value. You're seen as having high self-worth in her eyes now. Don't fall for that. Yeah, the worst thing you could do in that situation is if she's trying to take a photo with you, is you getting, you know, putting your arm around her and getting in close, leaning in with her, and then, you know, almost making it look like, oh yeah, this is my girl, this is my property. Because just like Zar said, now she's going to use that to make other guys jealous versus if a girl's going to try to snap a picture of me and her and she's going to try to, you know, get us in. I'm not going to sit there and smile and play along with her. I'm going to do like I'm going to actually is the photos being taken. I'm going to push away and I'm actually going to look like I'm almost like get away from me. Like my face will look like 
oh, get away from me. I'm not trying to take a picture with you because that's not going to that's not going to make some other guy jealous when it looks like this guy is an indoor. And then she's going to look back in the camera and go, what the heck? You are me smiling. It doesn't even look like you want to be in the picture with me. That's the type of thing that if that situation comes up, she tries to take a quick pic. I'm going to make it seem like, what are you doing? Get away from me. I'm going to be pulling away so that she doesn't get that satisfaction and that validation of the guy that's all over. But if you're trying to get in with her, trying to hug her, trying to, you know, overly, you know, get into her frame and and lean in with her, then you're going to look like the beta. Yeah. You're playing into her game. And I've had girls do this to me at work employees, and they just broke up with their ex-boyfriends. So I knew they were trying to get them jealous, fellas. Take our advice. Don't fall for it. Don't enter their frame. Do what the texting prince told you or what I told you to say. Nah, I don't take I don't take photos that quickly with girls. Uh, it just doesn't work with me that way. It doesn't sit well. And me, yeah, yeah. The only way I'm going to play into that game is if she's trying to take a picture of me and I'm going I'm like, no, no. And I'll just give her like I'll put like this, like, you know, kiss me on the cheek type thing. And I'm going to lean back. And if she's leaning in, kissing me on the cheek, but I'm still looking cool in the center of attention, then guess what? Now I can use that picture and that will raise my status with women because she's coming into me. She's initiating. She's kissing me on the cheek and all that stuff rather than being the guy that's kissing her on the cheek or trying to be all over her. Yeah, use it to your advantage. I like that one, especially the sexier the woman. Have her lean in and kiss you and then you use that photo. On your social media, fellas. Yeah. Every woman's gonna wonder it. Who every woman's gonna wonder who is that girl. So play into that. Okay. I have a I have another quick one to feed feed off of that one. This is how women also put you in a dangerous situation, fellas. The infamous come here text message. So they'll be at a bar, at a club. They probably texted five different dudes that same message, come here. If you're one of those guys that goes to the club, to the bar, to meet a girl and her friends, you are an idiot. You're an idiot. You don't know if she's trying to get someone there jealous. Not only that, she probably invited five other dudes to go there as well just to brag to her girlfriends. Yeah, look, I got all these sips coming here, these beta males, and they're all here for me. Don't ever be that guy. Don't show up where a girl tells you to show up. You let her know either we can set up a date to see one another or no, you can come here where I am. Yeah, yes, because you put yourself in such a bad situation, Mm -hmm. too, because if she says, come here now, you're the guy chasing. You're walking in. You're going, where are you? Where are you now? What if she doesn't respond? What if she left to another bar or something? Now you're looking totally needy. So that's a situation that I will never go in and chase her and all that type of stuff where she's going to have all the power in that situation. It's much better if a girl's like really wants to see you and you're like, no, come here. I'm over at this bar. And then if she doesn't play back, fine, you can do your own thing, but don't be the guy that's leaving what you're doing to come meet up with her. Cause you're in a situation that is not going to turn well for you. She's going to see you're too available. You're willing to follow her and all of that. So all of these dynamics mm-hmm. again are like leader follower. Men mm-hmm. are leaders. Women are followers. If you mm-hmm. become the follower, she looks at you as beta and then she becomes the alpha in the relationship. And that's again when she's going to start trying to put rules on you, controlling you because she knows that you'll follow along. Yeah. And every guy I talk to who has fallen for that come here message never got laid. They never had sex with the girl. It always 
it, it always failed, fellas. So you can take our advice or not. Uh, yeah. So I have one here um, that women will test. And you'll see this a lot if you if you see like relationships or marriages. And this is a test of like your conversation initiative, your conversational initiative. So if a woman is walking up and introducing you to others and talking for you. So for instance, like a girl comes up and she goes, Hey, I'm Wendy. This is Bill or I'm Wendy. I'm a floral designer. This is Bill. He's an architect and she's talking for you. That's a bad sign. That's her leading the conversational initiative rather than if she comes up and introduce herself and you come up and go, Hey, yeah, I'm Adam. Boom, boom, boom. Versus if she starts to try to introduce you, she starts to try to talk for you. She's you know, answering questions for you. That's a bad sign. That is like the older sibling that is speaking for her baby brother. Oh, he can't talk yet. I'm going to talk for him. Again, you're the follower. She's the leader. That or, or if someone asks you a question and the girl jumps in to answer for you. Hey, what's your favorite color? She jumps in. Oh, his favorite color is purple. It's like, I don't need that. I just, I would just, you know, wave her off like, hey, yeah, my com- my favorite color is purple. I'm not going to let a woman answer for me because that's, again, she's taking the initiative. She's taking the lead. Like he can't handle himself. He can't hold his own in these conversations. And again, is your out places or you're with your buddies that are in relationships or just friend groups and you have this, you'll start to see this more and more the women that talk for their man. That's like, uh, that, that's like the, um, the thing you see a lot when, when, uh, when friends of yours are in like relationships or marriages and they, they have the combined Facebook page and they say, Oh, we are. So it's, it's no longer your Facebook. It's our Facebook. And she's doing all the talking for you. She's posting and, and talking about, Oh, we love this. We love that. When she starts talking and we for you guys, that's a bad sign. That's again, her going, I'm the leader of this relationship. I'm expressing everything about a relationship. And I'm not letting this guy talk. I'm not letting have this guy have his own opinions about things. Yeah. So always step in. If a girl is talking to someone, you don't know who that person is. It could be your friend. Don't have her introduce you, fellas. Step in like a man and say, hi, I'm so-and-so. Reach your hand out and grab their hand. So you're letting them know, I can speak for myself. If your girl tries speaking for you, you let her know, babe, I could speak on my own accord. Mm -hmm. Let her know, fellas. Put her in her place. It's okay. Nothing's going to happen to you. She's not going to break up with you, fellas. Have a pair of balls. That's what a woman wants. Yeah, or else you become, you fit into the role of women when they're growing up, right? They're playing with Barbies. They're doing tea parties with their stuffed animals. Hey, this is Mr. Teddy Bear. Would you like a cup of tea? And then she answered for the teddy bear. Yes, I would love a cup of tea. She's used to playing with her dolls. She's used to playing with her Ken dolls. So in those situations, when she's starting to talk for you, it's like she sees you as her little Barbie Ken doll. And she's she's the puppet. She's reaching her fingers up your rectum and going, I'm going to talk for Ken. This is my this is my little doll. I am the puppet. He is or I'm the puppet master. He is my little puppet. I'm going to talk for him. That's the situation you put yourself in. If you're not able to lead and have that initiative, 
introduce yourself, start conversations with people. If you just sit in the background and let her do that for you, she feels like she literally has your balls and she can now, you know, control them, manipulate them, whatever way she wants, because she's in control of you. Yeah. And these are the men that get cheated on, by the way. We're just letting you guys know. Don't don't hate the messenger. Now, let's talk about congruence tests. Conscious or subconscious behavior women will exhibit while communicating with a man in order to discover if the man is truly who he is conveying himself to be at the core level. Now, I love Rolo Tomasi and his book, The Rational Male. He talks about one specific congruence test that a woman will throw at you, fellas. This is it right here. How many women have you slept with? Now, this is very important, and a lot of men fail this test. Number one, a lot of the nice guys will make themselves perceive, will, will make themselves appear to be the nice guy. So they'll tell a girl, oh, it's not that high. You know, I don't sleep with a lot of women. They're seeking her approval. On the other side, the fake alphas will try to boast about how many women they've slept with. Oh, you know, I've slept with so many women, yada, yada, yada. They're also seeking her approval. What he talks about in that book is you should say four of these responses. I have four responses. Three of them came from his book. If a girl asks you, how many women have you slept with? I want you guys to remember these, respond with these. Number one, what are you talking about? I'm still a virgin. Yep. Look at her. Give her that sly smile. Number two, say an outrageous number, like a thousand. She knows you're joking, fellas. Okay. It has to come off as cocky and funny. Number three, this one's my favorite. How about you sleep with me and then you tell me how many women I've slept with? That one's bold. It's bold, but that has worked with my personality because I like saying bold, cocky, and funny statements. Or you can play it safe with the fourth one and say, a gentleman never kisses and tells. I don't kiss and tell. Play it safe. But you're not seeking her approval. You're not giving her a direct answer. That is a form of a congruency test a woman will throw at you. It might not happen to all of you guys, but I will periodically get this test. Yeah, that that's it. Yeah, the, those are all different ones of like I, I've had variations of those I've used as well. And again, part of this is knowing what your reputation is in her eyes. I'm known as the player in around my area. People know in my friends group, I'm kind of the player. I'm the flirt. So when a girl asks me, Adam, how many people have you slept with? That's when I like to, you know, I go, well, yeah. you know, can't you tell I'm really shy around women? I, I was actually <laughs> saving myself till marriage for you. And like, I can say like that. And then she knows that I'm joking because it's incongruent in a sense, but in a good way. She knows that I'm joking because she's heard my reputation. She see me flirt. She knows all that. So I, oh, I was just saving myself for you. And then I give her that little smile. Then she punches me or something like that. Or, you know, how many people have you slept with? And you could say something like, oh, wait, what do you mean? Like tonight? How many have I slept with tonight already? Like that type of thing, because it's almost like that a thousand number you're throwing because it's like you're on a date with her. You're like, oh, yeah, like before I came here, how many girls did I sleep with before I met up with you on this date? Like that type of thing where you're you're overdoing it in that type of way. But uh, yeah, it's good to kind of know your 
what, how you're perceived with women. I know that you can't always have that, especially if you're on a first date with a girl, but that's why I like the other one too, of like, Hey, gentleman never kisses and tells, or like Zar said, the, you know, sleep with me and you'll, you know, you can take a guess type thing. But yeah, that, that would be a good, uh, a good one rather than like, uh, well, I've only, I've slept with two girls and I, I only, I've only slept with girls in, in long-term relation and you get really nervous and stuff like that. Then there's, she's going to be like, eh, that's kind of boring type thing. So, um, it, it's, yeah, th those ones are kind of nuanced depending on the situation. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's different routes yeah. you can go here. Here's another one. Say if a girl calls you arrogant, how would you respond to that? Are you always this arrogant or you must be a player? That's another congruency yeah. test. How would you respond to that if a girl says that to you, texting Prince? Oh, yeah. The girl, I've heard this one before. Like, you're such a player. You're such a player. And like, again, I'll just play it off a of loop. Like, yeah, what do you mean? Player? Yeah. Like, I like to play. I like to play video games. I like to play sports. I like to um, I like to play with dogs. I like to play with cats. And that type of thing. Again, it's it's not feeding into her frame, not answering her question. And again, it's kind of a little fun little way to dance around it uh, in that situation. So um yeah i guess when it's up front like that or or that if she goes oh you're such a player again i go what no what do you mean no i'm 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 a virgin i'm saving myself for you again if she knows that you're joking in that way then that's going to come across as is uh confident because you're not feeding into her questions you're not let you're not getting going along with her uh frame her her line of questioning there yeah, because the second you defend yourself, game over. That's it. You failed the test. She knew it was all a facade. So I've been told this before. Are you always this cocky? Are you always this arrogant? Because I say a lot of cocky and funny statements. The man that fails this test, what he will say is, oh, well, what do you mean? I'm actually a nice guy. I'm not arrogant. I, I, was, just, I was just teasing you. I wasn't being serious. Nope, yeah. lost. You failed already. Yep. If, if it went in doubt, fellas... Just respond with, so I've been told, or tell me something I don't know. You go with the flow. You can't go wrong if you go with the flow or do something in a joking, jokingly fashion like texting Prince told you, but you never defend yourself. So if a girl calls me a player, oh, you must be a player. I go with the flow. Yeah, I'm actually one of the biggest players you'll ever meet. I'm also narcissistic, egotistical, schizophrenic. It'll be in your best virtue to stay away from me. Right? I'm going with the flow. I'm double downing on it. I'm adding more and more negative qualities to show this girl I don't give a fuck what you think of me. Now her her intrigue has skyrocketed. Wow. Like no other guy has said that to me. This guy's interesting. Like he's the real deal. Okay, yeah, this, yeah, the, yeah. In those situations, right? If if she goes, you know, are you always as cocky or confident, something like that? It's like here's a perfect example. I'm wearing a baby Yoda, like a, it's a nerdy shirt. It's like a baby Yoda Star Wars shirt. That's an example of, and this is something that I could totally wear to a bar. Right? I wear a lot of baseball jerseys or whatever. That's where I go. Well, have you seen this awesome shirt? Why wouldn't I be confident? Look, I'm wearing baby Yoda. Or I would say something like. Well, did you just see me kick butts and darts? How could I not be confident? I was hitting bullseyes and all that. It's like you're you're over amplifying and doing it, but you're not backing down and getting, you know, defending yourself in that sense. Yeah. Or another one. This is actually being creative. You didn't see that America's most arrogant wanted man poster. 
right? I was, yeah. uh, you know, uh, they had a picture of me. Be creative, guys. Just go with the flow, like what Texting Prince said. Okay, yes, or, but or like Bazaar said, there is really important yeah. not to defend yourself, not to back mm -hmm. down, defend yourself. Oh, I didn't know I was coming off as cocky. That that's actually not who I am. I'm actually mm -hmm. a very humble guy and all that type mm -hmm. of stuff. It's like, no, don't do that. Play along with it, amplify it, or mm -hmm. just let let her know that that doesn't affect you. That just rolls off your back. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Like I have this dolphin. It's like this. I've met some girls where I'm wearing this like Hawaiian dolphin shirt. It's like a a, a total shirt that shouldn't be a cool shirt to wear but i'll wear it to bars i'll wear it sometimes when i'm golfing and you know going out and chatting with girls and it's like yeah are you kidding me look at i got my dolphin shirt on i can't be touched right now this is mm -hmm. of course i'm the coolest guy in the bar here no one else has this dolphin shirt that's mm -hmm. the type of stuff that i'll do all day long with a little smile on and she'll look at me and you know slap me on the arm and go oh my gosh yeah amplify it guys yeah. always amplify it okay uh yeah so um let's see here okay i have a test here and this is really big this is really big this can happen when you're out in public or when you're in person with a woman all the time women will bait a guy in by showing affection but then pushing away in a sense so what she's doing there she's testing do you need me more than i need you so if a girl starts holding your hand let's just even say you're sitting there netflix and chilling watching a movie with a girl and she holds your hand or she turns to you to give you a little kiss right in those situations she might kiss and then pull away now most guys go oh she kissed me green light i'm gonna try to move this forward oh we're gonna get it on now i never do that i will if she gives me a something like a kiss and we're watching a movie i'll give her a quick one and then I'll actually push her away before she can. I'll be like, hey, stop, stop, stop. A really good part of this movie is coming up. I need to focus. And I'm not going to keep coming after her. So women will do this. And you'll see this all the time, too, out at bars and all that. She'll come up, give a guy a little hug or something like that. And then that guy's thinking, oh, it's on. I'm going to be clinging all over all day. I'm going to try to grab her leg. I'm going to try to hold her hand all night. And it's like, no, you never want to be in that situation. You want to be the one that is able to push away first because what's you're going to do is if if a girl gives you any sign of you know escalating pushing it forward kissing you or something sexual holding your hand and all that if you're the guy that keeps going what's going to happen is you're going to train her that you're always green light go 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 and she's going to be the one that has to say stop 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 versus anytime i'm with a girl if a girl's going to initiate something like that, I'm going to push her away first or she gives me a little kiss or something. I'm going to push her away. Be like, hey, I got to go play darts with my buddies. I'm not going to sit there and hang around because I want her to know that when she's ready to move it forward, I'm the guy that can stop it. I'm always emotionally steady. I'm aware. I'm in control of my penis in a sense where I don't need to have sex right now. So it's always going to be in her mind. She's always green light. And I'm the guy that's the red light. I can stop at any time so that she doesn't have to worry about it. her guard comes down then versus in almost every relationship, 95% of relationships, women are the ones that know they're going to have to tell a guy, no, stop. You're moving too fast. I'm the guy that tells women, stop. You're moving too fast. Whoa, this is the first date. 
I'll give you a kiss on the cheek, but that's about it for now. And again, then her mind goes, ooh, this is fun. I want to see what more I can get from this guy. I want to push it further rather than most guys. They go green light, green light, green light, and their eyes, you know, you know, their 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 eyes go blurred, they get blacked out in a sense, and they're just always trying to push it forward. And then that girl is always the one that's saying, No, stop, not now. You're moving too fast. No, I always want the girl is moving fast. I'm pushing away. I'm going, all right, I'll give you a quick kiss. But my favorite song of this Disney movie is about to come up. Shh, we gotta listen to this. Is I really like this one. And then she's always ready to keep moving it forward. Then the rest of the movie, when we're sitting there, she's always looking up at me, trying to escalate it. She's trying to move it further. And maybe I'll give her a little something. And then, boom, I'm pushing her away again. And it gets to the point halfway through the movie where she's on top of me, trying to take my clothes off, basically. And I'm like, all right, boom, boom, boom. We'll do a little something like this. And then I push her away. Whoa, nope. This movie, you, hey, this is a good part of the movie. Stop. We got to watch this. I'm always making it so she's pushing forward. I'm the one stopping. And then when it gets to bedroom time, she's the one that wants, she can't wait to get it on because she doesn't have the red light in her mind going off. She doesn't have that warning sign. I got to stop this. She's always like, what can I do? I want, I hope I get a little more this time. Yeah, I love that. That's some advanced game right there. The mind fuck that goes through a woman. That's very powerful. A man that can say no to sex. A man who is resistant to a woman's fleshy goodness, they find you highly attractive. Highly attractive, fellas. And there's another test that a woman will do. You've probably heard this, Texting Prince. I've heard this. I'm sure many other guys have heard this. Just so you know, I'm not going to sleep with you tonight. When a girl says that, you already know she's thinking about it. You can't fuck this up, fellas. If you fail that test... You get butt hurt. You get emotional. You don't go with the flow like we tell you to go with the flow. She's not going to sleep with you. If a woman says that, you know, 100% she wants to sleep with you. So I would play it off as if, well, you're not my type. I like him older and handicapped. Okay, go with the flow. Who says I'm going to sleep with you? You're not even my type. I only sleep with big, fat, white chicks. If I can't lift you, I can't love you. Right. Come up with something creative, something funny. But go with the flow, fellas. Okay? You know she wants to sleep with you. Every woman that has said that, I slept with her that same night. If you play it cool. The less you say, the better. Yeah, yeah. That one will come up a lot, too. Especially if she senses you have game and you're on a date with a girl. And she's, like, having a good time and stuff. She's like, you know I'm not going to sleep with you tonight. And that's, again, where I want I want to be the guy that's almost saying that first in a joking way. So if she says something like that, I'm going to be like, whoa. I think you got the wrong impression here. Like you'll be lucky to get a kiss on the cheek. I'm an innocent guy. You're not going to get that from me. Like that's the type of thing that you want because you don't want her to, to be the one again, always saying no red light or whatever you want it to be. No, of course, of course not. I just met you. You think I'm going to give it up that easily to you? Oh, come on. You got to really be on your game and maybe you'll get a kiss, but that's it. Yeah, so that's a great tactic to use when you invite a girl over to your place after the date. Right before you invite them over or after, you can let them know, oh, just so you know, I'm not going to sleep with you tonight. I'm not that easy. Now you're taking, the re you're taking the role of the woman, and you're lowering her guard. You could even amplify, I'm on my period tonight. I can't sleep with you. Yeah, that's Make a good it one. funny, right? Make it funny, cocky, funny. 
tease her a little bit because usually that's what the women say, right? So if you could take the role of what the women say and reverse it on her, that's a mind fuck right there. That's very powerful. Yeah, yeah. Or sometimes I'll be at the end of the date or something or we're having a good time. And it's like, even if it's the first date with a girl and she's like, uh, are you doing anything? Are you doing anything later? And something like that, like, instead of me being like, yeah, come back to my place, I'll be like, well, I was just going to watch a Disney movie. It's like, I can invite you along, but don't get the wrong idea. You're not getting anything out of this. We're just there to watch the Disney movie. And like, I'll give her a little smile or something like that. But again, I'm taking that away from her so that she can't put up the guard. She's like, oh, oh, yeah, okay, fine. Promise. We'll just watch the Disney movie. That's it. I'm like, don't, don't get the, don't try to trick me. Don't get the wrong idea. I'm not easy. I want to watch this Disney movie. Don't, do not try to push this further. Something like that. And you over amplify it again in that way. But again, that's how, this is just how women's minds work, right? If you're, if she's the one bringing it up, that's a bad sign. Like she's the one that's putting on that stoplight. That's a bad sign. So you can do it first, take that away from her. And then she's along for the ride. She's having fun. It's like, okay, all right, cool. This would be fun. Oh, we're going to watch that Disney movie. He thinks he's not going to, we're not going to take it further. In her mind, she's like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to get his pants off. Like that's the way that a woman's mind will work in those situations, rather than if you're the guy that's always overly eager, trying to hold her hand, trying to touch her leg and all that stuff. It's like, that's when she's going to have that. Well, I know I can't go back to your place. Like she won't trust you in that sense. Versus if you're the guy that's like, yeah, of course, no, we're, of course we're not doing anything. Mm -hmm. Don't get the wrong idea. Then she's like, Ooh, she gets rebellious. Oh, I'm going to show him that I can turn him on. I'm going to show him that I can get more than a kiss from him. I got to bring this line back because you reminded me of something, texting Prince. I used to say this all the time. I promised myself I wouldn't kiss you tonight or I promised myself I wouldn't sleep with you tonight. That, I don't know why. Like, that's a challenge for a woman. I got to bring that line back. I want you guys to start trying that. Yeah, yeah, you know, you can come over. We could watch a movie. But I promised myself nothing's going to happen tonight. I promised myself I'm not going to sleep with you tonight. That That hurts a woman's ego. Because now it makes them want to do it even more, fellas. That's some <laughs> reverse psychology right there. Try it. Be original. See how it works for you. All right. So okay. we got we got a. Uh, I think this is a good time to bring up our email question. Yes. We got yes. an email question here. Let me grab it real quick. Okay. So I got this. I'm not gonna say his name, but uh, we're just gonna say this is from J G, and he said, "Hey Adam, looking forward to your new episode this week with Czar." Need a quick tip. I got my haircut this evening and had great conversation and chem chemistry with the stylist. I was her last client and she walked me out of her studio and we exchanged numbers. What's your rule of thumb for texting her time-wise? How long do you wait? She's the single mom, which I know you guys said is a red flag, but I'm also a single dad. She's new to the area and doesn't have many friends and does have her daughter full-time. Any advice would be appreciated. Thank you guys for your content. Respect. So you want to take this one first, Zara, and then I'll, you know, also yeah. chime in how I might handle that. I like I like that question. So instead of calling her or texting her, wondering when the best time is, you're going to go back there, obviously, right? To get your hair styled again. So have a conversation with her. You can gauge how how her level of interest, her level of interest is towards you when you ask her out. Hey, listen, what are you doing this weekend? Right. Come grab a drink with me. 
And then you get to gauge her level of, of interest towards you. Are you going to waste your time? Does she sound interested? Is she saying that she's free? Set up a date, set up a date, set up a time. That's how I would do it. If I know I'm going back there, forget the number. I'm going to ask her right then and there. And then maybe text her to confirm the day of the date. Hey, see you tonight at eight. Yeah. And so in these situations, which I always tell guys this, and I know this is different than a lot of advice that guys will get, but in these situations, I always, 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 always give my number to a girl rather than take hers. I don't like exchanging numbers with women because then you're in that situation. When should I text her all that? Should I text her? Is she interested? So even if a girl tries to give me her number, I'll just say something like, here, no, take mine and I'll give her my phone number. Because if she's interested, she'll text me. If she's not, she won't text me. It takes the guess out of it. And it also makes her chase when she comes in. Mm -hmm. But let's say, mm -hmm. I know a lot of guys don't like that. They get you know scared to say something like that. So let's just take it down a step. If you were to exchange numbers right then and you're giving each other a number, all in that situation again, I might just go, hey, I'll just, yeah, I'll text you real quick so you have my number. And I'll say, hey, it's Adam. And then it's in her phone is Adam. Now I'm not going to text her again. What I'm going to do is I'll just wait till the next time I am going to see her, my stylist or whatever. And then from there, we have another good conversation and then we leave. She has my number so she can, again, initiate text if she wants to. Or if, you know, a few weeks go by and she wants to text me, she will. But I don't like this guessing game and then potentially ruining your relationship with your hairstylist because you came on too strong and, and, you know, she in her mind's like, well, I just thought this guy was a friend and now he's trying to text me and now I didn't want to see him as a client or all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. So first rule I always say is try to give her your number. If it happens that you're exchanging right there, I could just send her a quick text. Hey, it's Adam. You know, thanks for the haircut. And that's all I'm going to leave it. I'm going to let her reach out to me in a few days or whatever when she's, you know, w misses me or whatnot. And if she doesn't reach out, then you'll see her again in a few weeks for your haircut or whatever. And then from there, you again can gauge how the conversation is going, how you know things are filling out. But if you overstep, you start to text her too much, you check in with her, hey, how's your day? All that type of stuff. There's she's going to now be nervous even to potentially have you as a client, and it can get super awkward and and you don't want to put yourself in that situation. So that's how I always do it. Is I'm always gauging where women's interest is at, and I'm never overstepping. So again, if you're ever in that situation, try to just give the girl your number if it, if it's, you know, or, or give her your Facebook rather than taking hers. Cause then you don't have to sit there and go, when should I message her? It's like, she has my Facebook. Cool. She'll message me if she wants to meet up. She'll comment on my pictures if she's feeling me in some way. But when you're just blasting away and I get that the main advice is like, guys got to pursue women, guys got to take initiative. But if a woman's interested in you, she will find a way to get a hold of you. So whenever you think about that, right, you don't have to play the guessing game then. Let her come to you. And if she doesn't come to you, she wasn't that interested or she wasn't comfortable enough. So again, wait till you run into her the next time in person. Feel it out. See how it's going. And I don't even say after that, like, hey, text me or whatever. It's like, we're just having a good time, you know, and then I leave again. And then if she misses me or if she's curious about me, then she'll reach out to me. Yeah, several things. So like texting Prince said, I know plenty of hairstylists who are beautiful 
a lot of their clients hit on them. And the second she rebuffs their advances and she politely rejects them, she never sees them again. They get butt hurt. I don't want that to happen to you. So what I would do is build comfort with her. Have amazing stories when you go in there. Be cocky and funny. Tease her a little bit. Show her that masculine frame you have. Show her that charm charisma. Build enough comfort. That's how it's done. And older women, majority of them, because I've dated a lot of single mothers, they prefer a man to call them. So Sunday night is usually the best time to call them, FaceTime them, build more comfort, let her feel that charm, that charisma once again through the phone, through FaceTime, set up the date for that weekend. But I'll give you a great example. I just met a beautiful Colombian girl that works at a Portuguese restaurant. She's there every Thursday night. So I went there. This is the second time I actually saw her, but I sat down and ate dinner with her being across from the bar, telling her interesting stories, making her laugh, teasing her a little bit. You could tell she wanted it. I could have easily asked for her number that night, but I said, why? Let me just plant seeds in her head. I know I'm going to come back next Thursday. I know I'm going to go there. I'm going to talk to her some more. She told me she works at a coffee shop full time, which is locally in my area. So I went there and I saw her working there, right? One of the employees asked for my order and I said, hey, it's my first time here. I met some dork who told me to come to this coffee shop. She said the coffee's amazing. And that girl was standing right there, right? The one I want that told me she works there and she started laughing. <laughs> you know, she's like, hey, sh you know, stop that, right? So I was teasing her even more. But I know I'm going to go back there this week. This is when I'm going to ask for her number. She's young. She's beautiful. But I know I'm building enough comfort and attraction where I guarantee she's not going to say no when I ask her out on a date. Back in the day, I would have been quick. Oh, let me get your number. I would have been ghosted. I would have been flaked on. Now take your time. Build the comfort. You're gonna If you're going to see them again, don't be so quick to get their number and to ask them out. Build that comfort. Raise her attraction for you. Okay, that's how I would play it. I would play it more smoothly. Be patient with it. Yeah, actually, this is a good example right now. I just got a text from a girl. So this girl, uh, she yesterday she was texting me. Uh, we were just you know making some small talk because she's she texts me a lot or whatever, and she, you know, said oh whatever. Uh, she says uh, I got a meeting with a business owner. Then I don't know want to hang out. So I said, dude, I said before that, I said doing anything fun this weekend. She goes. Um, and then she said, Oh, in the big Cougs game. And then I said, you can come over. This was today at like 2 PM when I was golfing. And she says, okay. So then I said, what time works for you? I should be home around 6 30 PM. She said, that works. Where are you at? I'm playing football with my nephew until five. And then I told her my area, which is 45 minutes away. And I, I have no, I will never, I always have women coming over to my place. I'm not going to drive halfway. I'm not even going to go to her place. And then she texts me. So I got to drive there. And then she said, can you please come pick me up? I'm so tired. <laughs> There's <laughs> zero chance, zero <laughs> chance in the world, yeah. zero chance in the world. So I have no problem with this. I'm not going to text her back. I am going to enjoy my night just doing my own thing tonight. I have to get up early mm -hmm. in the morning anyway. So uh, so I have no problem. I'm not going to text her back, but that's kind of an example of her saying when I said, yeah, you can come over and she says, okay. And now she's trying to reverse it on me late. You know, as it, it gets close to the time we're supposed to hang out. 
So I got to drive there. Can you come pick me up? <laughs> yeah. No way ever. And mm -hmm. see, guys, this is where she's trying to reschedule in a sense, or she's trying to change up the plans. So I feel zero bad not texting her back. This is the type of thing mm -hmm. where it's like she saw we we had tentative plans or whatnot. And I guess more context of this girl, she's been wanting to hang out for a long time now and she lives far away. So I'm not going to make it happen either way. So I know that she wants to hang out with me, but there's zero chance that I'm going to do this and come pick her up. I'm not going to text her. She'll text me probably tomorrow, the next day, one of those things and just try to start fresh with me. But she's getting the impression here that I'm not going to budge and move and, and change things over for her. And she will continue chasing me. I have no problem at all. Just I'm not responding to her later tonight. She'll probably she might send me a sexy picture just to try to get me reengaged or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I'm not coming after her at all. So that's an example, right? If she's trying to change something up on you guys, <laughs> laugh about it. You can have fun. Don't get butt hurt. I could care less. Mm -hmm. I'm going to enjoy my night tonight. But do not fold. Don't cave in. Oh, yeah, I'll come. I'm going to come drive 45 minutes and pick you up to take you back to my place. Zero chance yeah. that will happen. You know, you know, a lot of women would hate you for this right now. You're like, oh, but a gentleman would would go and pick up a woman. They would pick me up if I was tired. Yes. But once again, it's counterproductive. The second you say, sure, I'm going to go pick you up halfway down when you're picking her up 20 minutes. 20 minute drive of you driving 25 minutes. She's going to tell you, Oh, I'm I'm going to just fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, oh, forget few, about it. A few different times this past, you know, a uh, couple of weeks, she's been trying to say like, come over, come over. And it's like, and I'm not, never going to do it. I'm not going to drive 45 minutes mm -hmm. to her place ever. And so <laughs> she will continue chasing me ever. But also for any women that happen to listen to this, no, see, I'm a male feminist. And I believe in strong, empowered women. <laughs> and I know that this strong, empowered woman is highly capable of being her own boss, babe, and driving down to see me. <laughs> I would never want to make her think that I, you know, that she's not a strong, empowered woman and she can't do mm -hmm. it on her own. She's tired, mm -hmm. but we're all tired. She's strong and empowered. She could totally come see me if she wants. <laughs> Yeah, or she because can I'm get a male an, feminist. Yeah, she can get an she can get an Uber too if she really wanted she can to do see whatever. That there's yeah, there's zero chances, girl. And she knows she knows better than this. She knows from texting me that there's no way I'll do this. So, but it it shows her your high value. You have self worth. You're not needy. You're not thirsty. So your value has just risen in her eyes. Majority of other men would have stopped what they're doing. That's 45 minutes there, 45 minutes back, and think about it. You still have to drop her off another 45 minutes. And then 45 minutes back. Do you realize how much of a headache that is and how time consuming that is, fellas? Instead of her just driving to see you and then her driving back. Yeah. It makes, makes no sense. And I know a lot of guys that are always talking about like, well, meet her halfway. That's fair and all that stuff. It's like, yeah, I get that. But guys, <laughs> I'm not even meeting a woman halfway. Never. I get that. I'm I get never that a doing lot. that. On dating even apps. I'm not doing it. If she wants to meet me halfway for a date or whatever, nope. If anything, mm -hmm. if we were going to go out, I would find a place five or 10 minutes from my place because it's going to be convenient for me. And again, this all goes back to it's okay. I don't, it's okay if this girl doesn't want to play by my rules. That's totally fine. But these are my rules. This is what I want to do in my life. And she can join my life or she cannot. This girl wants to. 
and she's going to see, and it's actually pouring down rain right now too. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, so she, she can join my life sometime or not. And it's okay. The girls that don't want to play by my rules, I, I understandable. There's probably plenty of simps that she can get around her area to drive or around that will drive and see her. And that's fine too. I don't hold it against her, but I'm not bending my rules for this mm-hmm. girl. I'm just laughing like this. It's like, it's almost like, all right, cool. I can, mm-hmm. I can relax tonight. I don't have to figure out. Cause I was thinking about, you know, this podcast and stuff like this is like, shoot, man, that's a tight fit. I was already going to tell her, Hey, maybe we'll have to do seven 30 or eight 30, but this is even better. And then I have the night I can edit the podcast. I can mm-hmm. relax, have my fun, watch some football tomorrow. Yeah. I'm cool watch, with that. Watch, watch the Vikings lose. Oh, stop that. You stop that. <laughs> but that's another good test right there. And I've lost a lot of women on dating apps because when I invite them to come to my area, they want to meet halfway or they want me to come to them. And I'm not doing that. And I always tell them why I'm more comfortable in my area. I know the environment. If anything happens, I know oral surgeons. I know doctors. I know lawyers around here. I know people that have a lot of money. I know cops. I know where to go. If I'm going to your environment, that I'm unfamiliar with, if anything happens, it might take me longer to assess the situation and what I have to do. That's for her safety. That's for my safety. And if they don't agree with that, I've lost women like that. I'm cool. I'm still not meeting you halfway or driving to you. I don't care. And that's, that's that's the name of the game, fellas. So you have to make a choice. That's my reasoning because I want to keep her safe. I want to keep myself safe. I know where I'm going by my area. I know the ins and outs. I don't know their area or who might be there. What might happen? Not that I can't defend myself, but it will be much, much harder to assess the situation and take care of what I have to take care of. And just like before we talked about the the girl at the bar says, come here. And it's like, now you're chasing and you show up and she's not there. It's like, you go halfway. Oh, I'm in this unfamiliar place. If she doesn't show up now, it's like, what am I going to do here? So I'm not going to ever plan my life around a girl or meeting up with the girl. Mm-hmm. If she wants to, great. She wants to come. I gave her the opportunity, but it's now taken away because she tried to schedule, reschedule me. It's taken away and mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. But again, I'm not putting myself in those situations that like I'm going to spend my night driving up there, then trying to mm-hmm. chase her down and hang out. Nah, nope. That's. Yeah. That's not uh, that's not how I'm going to roll. Um, all right. So on time wise, it's probably a good time to wrap up here. Uh, OK, let me let me just go over one thing based off of that. Okay. Texting Prince. So yep. what she's doing, I wanted to talk about this, fellas. We've mentioned this in podcasts before. I can't stress this enough either. Compliance tests. So women use these tests to figure out how compliant a man is with her needs and her wants as opposed to his own. These can come in the form of small or large requests that are manipulative in nature in order to test the man's boundaries. This is what goes through a woman's mind when giving a compliance test. How much is he willing to please me? Or how much can I get away with before he tells me no? And the men who struggle with compliance tests are the ones who desire a woman's approval. These men display neediness women do not find attractive. And the paradox to all this is, by not complying to her requests, they end up displaying high self-worth. And that's exactly what the texting prince just did when the girl asked him to pick her up 45 minutes away. She's tired. 
She wants to know how much willing, how much is he willing to please me? That's a compliance test, fellas. And he's not even going to answer her. That's how you do it. And now his self-worth has just risen in her eyes. She wants him even more. And another, when we talk about being busy and doing, having your own thing, having your own hobbies, I'm okay with this. I was more when I was on the golf course and she wanted to hang out and trying to schedule this thing. And I was like, I know I got the podcast to do and all that. I know I got a few other things I want to get done. I It's now almost a relief for me to be like, okay, cool. I don't have to do this. And it's great because this is on her now. She tried to reschedule on me. Plausible deniability. I, I feel zero, zero bad that this thing didn't go through or whatever, because this is on her. She tried to reschedule on me. She, I asked if she, I said she could come over. She said, okay, now she's trying to change it up. Nope. I'm cool with that. And I'm not going to text her back. Other guys might play it differently than that, but I'm not going to text her back. And I, I will, I will probably bet later tonight, tomorrow or Monday, she will send me another text here but I'm not going to text her back. And you guys can see this. If, if this happens or I can post it on my Instagram or something, uh, but this is exactly what's going to happen. This is the 40 chess. You're a few moves ahead of the girl. I already know what's going to happen. And this is just how the game works. Yeah. Say uh, no to her demands, fellas. Say no to a woman's demands here. Hold my purse, hold my cup, take a photo of me. Can you wait just here? Right. Right. We talked about, can you wait here while I go talk to, to such and such? Say no to her demands, fellas. Okay? Listen, I know it sounds counterproductive. I can't stress this enough. You're not going to hold her purse and be emasculated. You're not going to hold her cup because you're not a personal cup holder. And you're not taking a photo of her because she's not a fucking model. Okay? And you don't wait on anyone. You go talk to the cute bartender or go talk to several other women within your proximity. Say no to a woman's demands. Compliance in a man decreases attraction. Remember that. We'll end on that one. Okay. Yeah. And you can say no verbally, or mm -hmm. you can say no with your actions. Like exactly how if a girl tried to in a bar get up and go play darts with some other group, I don't need to say anything. Hey, I'm leaving or whatever. I just walk away and I go. I'm gone. And she'll notice, oh, where'd he go? All that. Where'd oh, all that? I don't even need to say it. Just like here, I don't need to say no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to text her back. It's the same thing. Some people would play it differently, text her and say, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just not going to do that. That might be the more of the Sigma in me that I'm just like, nah, I'm good. She'll figure it out. She'll mm -hmm. figure out that she shouldn't have changed those plans on me last mm -hmm. minute. But either way, she's getting the point across and she'll learn in a sense here. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So uh, what do we got here? What, what do you want to end with for uh, Instagram? Yeah. Instagram yeah, so websites. So follow us on social media. You can follow the texting prince at texting prince on his Instagram, uh, on his TikTok as well. Mine is czar of dating on my Instagram, YouTube, TikTok as well. Okay. And my website is czardating.com. Not czar of dating. That's for my social media, czardating.com. You can check out some really cool digital courses there if you guys need help. Yep. Mine is uh, my website's www.textingprints.com. Uh, if you go there, you can see a free ebook. If you want 15 common texting mistakes that most men make that kill your attraction, free ebook download. You can go ahead and download that and learn 15 things that are going to most men make these. And part of it is obviously from talking to a lot of men, but these are also mistakes that I made throughout my early 
you know, years of doing this stuff to help you get a little better read on the whole texting game as well. And uh, what we have for you guys coming next week, this was another uh, topic that we saw on a, I think it was a YouTube comment, but we're going to do for episode seven, next one coming is going to be conversation tips with women or even conversation topics with women. So these are going to be things, conversations you can have with women, good ones or good tips when you're conversing with women to try to keep your conversations more engaging, more interesting with women. So you don't have to worry about those awkward pauses and wondering what should I say next? How do I, you know, all this, we're going to give you some things in your back pocket that you can go to. And uh, we will see you all next week. Take care guys. Thank you. See y'all.